Are you done with being that pregnant or postpartum mom in the gym who is always stuck on the sidelines feeling horrible, saying, how come no one ever told me this? Are you ready to finally say no to a mom life filled with excess weight, injury, overwhelm, and fatigue? Then health is here. Welcome to the Strong Moms Fitness Podcast, where we dive deep into the information you need to be the strongest woman in and out of the gym, even if you are a mom. If you are done going through your pregnancy or postpartum fitness journey clueless and unprepared, if you are ready to commit and say yes to being that badass fit mom who is shredded and stronger than before the baby, well, listen up. Because this is where we talk about all of the things your doctor or trainer never told you about so that you can achieve the body you want and take your athletic strength and performance to the next level. Get ready, because here's your host, Daisy Bravo. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Strong Moms Fitness Podcast. And this episode is for all you fit pregnant mamas out there, especially you moms that love CrossFit. And I wanted to chat today because I get a lot of questions about uh, modifications when it comes to workouts. And if you guys don't know this, my most popular blog on the Strong Moms Fitness Podcast is actually titled nine crucial CrossFit pregnancy modifications. So I had a couple questions come in in regards to pregnancy modifications as well as CrossFit. So I figured I would go over what I chatted about in that blog post with you guys today. I am also going to push that uh, blog post forward on kind of the top of my blog. So if you head to strongmomsfitness.com slash blog or strongmomsfitness.com slash podcast, I'm going to push that to the top. So that's going to be the date of December. Sorry, guys. December 21st is where that blog post will be pushed forward to. Originally, this post was from April 2019, so I'm going to edit it up a little bit, modify it a little bit, so it'll be awesome and ready to go. I'm going to also link this episode in that blog post too for you guys. So if you're like me, you love CrossFit, you've been into it for a while, but you have found yourself to be pregnant, I'm here to let you know that just because you're pregnant, it does not mean that you have to give up those CrossFit workouts that you love. And of course, CrossFit is, for those of you that don't do CrossFit, you totally don't understand, but you may have seen or related to people and say, wow, these people that are in CrossFit have really had, have drank some insane Kool-Aid because CrossFit is so addictive. It takes your old boring workouts and has made them exciting again with a combination of weights, cardio, calisthenics, gymnastics. It's super well-rounded and functional. It's hard for it to be boring. And once you get into it, the reason why it is so addictive where you look like people like are drinking some sort of Kool-Aid is because you get caught up in this competition the camaraderie involved with it. And then of course, the physical aesthetic 
visuals and results that it it produces. And it does it quite quickly from a lot of people. That's why CrossFit is just so insanely addictive. And a lot of when I get asked, is CrossFit safe during pregnancy? And of course, over the years, CrossFit has become super popular among women. And every year, more and more women join CrossFit programs around the US, Canada, and the world. And more women are starting to con- compete in what is called the CrossFit Open. It is the championship or precursor to the CrossFit Games. It's like an entry point into our CrossFit Games. So it's certainly one of those common points that women participating in CrossFit may find themselves while working out is that during pregnancy is like, oh, the open is starting. Am I going to do these open workouts? And they may not necessarily, the open workouts might not necessarily be for you, but pregnancy and CrossFit can go together. Does not mean that you have to stop CrossFit altogether because you are pregnant. And this is going to be an individual thing. And it's also going to be where you are in your trimester will depend on what your CrossFit workouts look like. Pregnant women find themselves in the gym and unsure of what they can or can't do in the gym. The, the answer that comes to that is, you know, most people don't, I'll tell you, some women don't even think that they have to make any changes. Some women is just, I am going to go hardcore until I have the baby on the gym floor. And those are some ego-based women, which super easy to fall into that trap, but not the best thing to do. But if you're listening to this episode, or if you jumped onto that nine crucial CrossFit pregnancy modification blog post, chances are maybe you started CrossFit, you like started your pregnancy workouts and you're like, whoa, I don't think that I can maintain this. Or if you're someone that's, maybe you're seasoned, maybe this is your second or third baby and you're like, yeah, I know that I want to do CrossFit, but I want to do it safely and properly. So there's a few different like mentalities of if you're listening to this and I want to let you know that yes, there's going to be some alteration and modification and it's going to look different from day to day. Women, a lot of women ask, should they modify their workouts? If so, when? If so, how? And, you know, the answer isn't always cut and dry. And there are some general basic modifications to just keep in the back of your mind. And that's really what I'm going to share with you today. And also on the blog post, I do have uh, a workout, a CrossFit wad that I call the baby mama wad chipper. And so if you are, you know, into CrossFit and something you want to do, definitely go and check out that workout. It is, I think, towards the end of the blog post. I do have a big image with that, with that particular workout. So the things to remember when doing CrossFit while pregnant or any other workout for that matter while pregnant is one, that you've consulted a physician and you're cleared for physical activity. Two, that you have your physician monitor your physical abilities during pregnancy on the regular. So it's not just because your health status is going to and can change quickly and progressively throughout your pregnancy. It's not a linear line of your capacities or abilities. It's going to change. So always make sure that your physician is on board with this. 
Three, holding your breath or being out of breath during your workouts is black and white, no gray, not safe during your pregnancy. So please, I don't want you holding your breath for any durations. Also attempting max reps is unsafe during pregnancy. No maxes, ladies. Five, putting tension or strain on that front wall of the abs can actually put additional strain on what is called the abdominal diastasis. If you're not in diastasis, is not a word in your vocabulary. Go back. I have so many episodes on diastasis. I also have a lot of blog posts on diastasis. I also have a book, Flat Abs After Baby, which addresses diastasis after baby and also tells you how to be safe if you are, you can also use this in pregnancy too. It goes through the what you should avoid and if you have diastasis, but I'm not really going to go into any depth in there. But number six, you do want to reduce jumping and plyometrics late in pregnancy because you can put a lot of stress and pressure on an already overstretched, overchallenged pregnant, uh, pelvic floor. Seven, remember that your pregnancy hormones, especially in your late third trimester, causes a lot of laxity to your ligaments, tendons, joints, and your musculature because your body is preparing to deliver a baby. Everything in your body just becomes super loose. So it is so much easier to injure, strain yourself while doing your pregnancy workouts. So if you are late third trimester and you go and do this insane, agile, jumpy sort of plyometric workout, you are definitely going to be more susceptible to spraining an ankle, injuring your wrist, busting your knee because of these pregnancy hormones. So even though you can or think you can, might not be the best. Number eight, some positions like laying flat on your back for extended periods of time can reduce blood flow to the baby, especially things like a flat on the back chest press can block a vein that travels to the baby. Super important. So you are basically starving the baby. (laughs) Number nine, remember that your center of gravity and balance are consistently changing as you do. Just be cautious of your movements. You may be a little bit more susceptible to falls because of this change in your center of gravity, especially when holding um, heavy weights, either in a rack position behind your neck, that is going to change your sort of balance points be aware of that. Don't jump super heavy on your first lift, warm up to a heavier weight if you are going that route because of that center of gravity. You may have to step down more than you have previously. Now, number 10, I don't want you to focus on making huge gains and PRs during pregnancy, and your focus should be maintaining your health and safety, especially you and your baby. Another thing to keep note of is overheating is not recommended during pregnancy. I, my CrossFit gym, when I started doing CrossFit was in South Florida. Most of them did not have air conditionings. A lot of them were outside workouts. So if you are pregnant and you're trying to do CrossFit in an air conditioned gym, that may be a recipe for disaster. Keep hydrated, keep cool, please. Number 12, you should be able to have a conversation while working out. I don't want you to be totally gassed and try to keep your max output to 70 to 85% of your intensity. 
do not go 100%, do not go balls to the wall. Not a good time for that. And then finally, as a CrossFitter, you spend so much try time trying to like ignore body cues or pain. You're like, let's fight through the pain. Let's keep going. This is not the time for that. Listening to your body is extremely important with your pregnancy workouts. Listen to every ache, pain, every single little drop of feeling. This is, you want to be super sensitive uh, to how you're feeling if you need to back down listen to your body. So I recommend you check in with yourself regularly, depending on your workout. That could be every 60 seconds. That could be every 30 seconds in a higher intensity workout and observe how you're feeling. What's your heart rate? How fast are you breathing? What's your body temperature? Sometimes wearing a heart monitor might be a good way to say, hey, uh, time to slow down. So have a workout buddy. Even you can also let your coach know or have someone else you're working out with say, hey, can you remind me if I get into this ego stubborn mode, going balls to the wall today, can you tell me to not dial it down a notch, having a buddy, someone on the outside, always good. So let's get back into it about modifying your CrossFit workouts during pregnancy. And it's all going to fluctuate where you are in your pregnancy. I get this question every single day. And it is always going to vary every single day. So in your first trimester, you may find yourself tired, nauseous, and too sick to work out. So you may have to modify the speed in which you work out and take breaks more frequently than usual. Make sure there is like a bathroom nearby. Make sure you have some water handy. And as long as you're not putting heavy weights on your abdomen, falling, or holding your breath or becoming out of breath or overheated, you might not have to modify your wads during this early point of pregnancy. Second trimester is start where you're going to start noticing that your capacities have changed and some things are a little more challenging. So as you progress into the second trimester, you may have all of a sudden this burst of energy again, because you're not as nauseous. But most pregnant CrossFitters find that like their second trimester was actually that easy time for them to work out. But even though you may feel great, it's important to remember to, again, check in constantly and avoid making any PRs or gassing yourself. It's important to start making some of the modifications at this time, especially when it comes to things like speed, intensity, and how much weight you're using especially as your hormones start kicking in and your ligaments and tendons and soft tissues start becoming more lax and relaxed. So being out of breath, balance, and overheating are not recommended for safety here. Now, in the late second and third trimester, when it comes to pregnancy modifications, you know, the baby gets heavier, your belly is going to get rounder and protrude a little bit more. So it's important to avoid core movements that put too much stress and strain on the front of the abdominal wall. And exercises like double unders and plyometrics that put stress on the pelvic floor. So we're really trying to support this newly stressed area. You are going to want to avoid things that you would typically do to strengthen your abs. 
we do see a lot of planks, uh, extended hold planks. We do knees to elbow, toes to bar. Those are definitely not recommended um, during pregnancy because they're going to stress and strain a diastasis. Even things as simple as a pull-up, you may not think about it, but that can stress out a diastasis. Depending on the feedback that you are getting from your abdominal wall, you may not even be able to do things like a strict pull-up or even a kipping pull-up. So moving along, like movements where you can fall, like climbing a rope, uh, handstands, or box jumps should be avoided. And remember, your, your tissues are going to start softening, and it's important to stop things like kipping, lifting crazy heavy where you're going into like deep squats. You will notice that your knees, your ankles, they're not as strong as they once have been. So anatomically, it may even be hard to perform some Olympic weightlifting movements. And remember, flying like flat laying on your back for even as much as a minute can reduce blood flow to the fetus. Now, remember, one thing I want to jump in and have a side note about is that you're going to have some haters out there. And it's important to inform you that you may receive some negative comments from fa like family members or strangers and people at the gym just like observing your workouts that don't know anything about you or your situation. And it's really up to you how you handle this. As long as your healthcare team has cleared you for activity and you're working within a comfortable in intensity, you're checking up on yourself and you feel that you're mindful of how you're feeling during your workouts and using proper modifications, exercise is super healthy during pregnancy. You just got to do it. What Do it in a way that is right for you. Now, I want you to make sure that you are in control of your workouts and that when to stop. And you want to stay within what I call the pregnancy workout happy place. And the easiest way to judge if you are working out in your pregnancy workout happy place is if you follow these rules. Now, you want to make sure you can carry on a conversation. You want to make sure you're not overheating. You are not fighting and pushing to keep up with your workouts. That you stop if you feel any pain. If you have any calf swelling or pain, you're stopping. If you have any shortness of breath, even before you start your workout, if you're already starting out short of back breath, that means you're not going balls to the wall today. I'm sorry. If you're dizzy or you have, if you're noticing you're losing your balance and just even walking straight, <laughs> you're going to have to slow down, take it easy. If you have a headache, chest pain, if you've got vaginal bleeding or fluid leaking, let's stop that workout, guys. <laughs> if you feel contractions, if you feel pelvic pain or pressure, again, don't hold your breath. Avoid any excess pressure on the pelvis. So that is doing things like double unders. You may feel intense pressure in the pelvis. That is a good sign to stop. Do not put excess pressure, again, on that abdominal wall, like we talked about. And then stop at activities where you can fall. All right. So now that you've listened to me blab for a little bit, I am going to go into my 
nine crucial CrossFit pregnancy modifications. And again, remember they are, you don't have to worry about taking notes because these are all pretty much word for word on the blog post. Let's talk about first some modifications to Olympic lifting during pregnancy. As your pregnancy progresses, you should be going lighter and you should be using weights that allow for you to complete at least a full eight to 10 reps comfortably, not gassed and able to complete a few more reps afterwards if necessary. So the bottom line with that is you are not doing any sort of max out lifts. Typically, if you're doing lifts in the six or less rep category, those are going to be higher weighted lifts. You really do want to avoid those. Next note is proper form. Please do your best to always remain proper form. If you notice you're starting to get tired, your body is starting to give out for you, that is a sign that you need to stop. If you're off balance and struggling to complete a lift, then you're going to need to lower that weight. Now, as your belly starts to grow, I want you to realize that things like front squats or cleans or snatches may have difficulty in your bar path and clearing the bar over your belly will start to become a challenge. So you may have to adjust or avoid these movements. I have seen some women switch to getting rid of the bar altogether and just using dumbbells in each hand or kettlebells in each hand so that they don't have to worry about adjusting their bar path. Because I know some people have worked really hard on the technique of their bar path. If you are a lifter of any sorts, you're going to want to check out my episode 17 with John Flagg, where we talk about weightlifting, powerlifting, and CrossFit, and keeping safe in pregnancy and postpartum. So jump over to that episode. And I did stress on some more of these points, but heavy weights and heavy lunges should be avoided due to your balance and changes with your hormones, as well as your center of gravity. Don't attempt to lift anything where you think you're going to have to bail on the weight. Wrong idea. All right. So the number uh, two thing to avoid is gymnastic movements in pregnancy. So things like handstand push-ups, potentially ring dips, things like muscle-ups and pull-ups. So as you start to gain weight, it's not the best idea to brush off the fact that you're pregnant and just kip harder or force it. Due to the release, again, of pregnancy hormones and laxity, soft tissue and kipping can do more harm than good, leading to things like injury of your shoulder joints and putting stress and strains on the nerves of the neck. Again, remember, a lot of these gymnastic movements are very core based at the center of the movement. So if you are, if you really excel, excel at something like a handstand push-up or a pull-up or a muscle-up, even a ring dip, there is so much energy that is used from your core. And if you notice that I would watch yourself doing some of these exercises, and if you see like a dome forming in your abdomen, That means that you are putting stress on the anterior wall of your abs, and that is problematic and can cause stress and strain on 
things like a diastasis. It can worsen. Everyone's going to get a, a diastasis to some extent at the end of pregnancy, but this can actually worsen it and make it harder for you to heal and recover in the future. Watch those gymnastic movements because they are all core centered at the very foundation of the movements. Avoid again, the kippings, try to transition to strict as possible. And if you need to transition over to a resistance band, if you need to, like, again, let's say you used to do ring dips, you may have to modify and do like chair dips instead. So next are things like, I'm allowed things like handstand push-ups, handstand walks, these kind of gymnastic movement movements. Uh, there is some conflicting information if a woman should be upside down during pregnancy and if being upside down is harmful to the baby or not. But being upside down can put some pressure on your diaphragm. It can impact your breathing further and it can actually push on some extra organs. So at a certain point, it may not be easy for you to even get in the position. So if you are some diehard that wants to do handstand walks pregnant realize your center of gravity is totally changed so i don't know if it i can't do handstand walks to begin with because things upside down are totally different for me i can barely walk standing up so i could not imagine the handstand walk but yeah if you're you know if, if you can't hold that balance and you can't you feel like you can't even breathe not a good idea while it may be fine to be upside down for a short period of time do not put yourself in this compromising position where you can fall for a long period of time because of that center of gravity has changed. I don't think handstand walking is going to be easy for anyone. Now, the fourth thing to modify or avoid are things like rope climbs during pregnancy. This one, I want to say 100% no from day one. I don't want anyone falling from a rope at any phase of pregnancy super dangerous. So don't put yourself in a position where you can fall from a 30 foot ceiling. A good modification is what I like to call rope up downs. And you pretty much lay on your back or a mat. And just by using your arms alone, you're going to climb up that rope. And then you're going to work the negative and climb back down that rope. So it's just with your hands. You do not go any, like you don't, your feet don't leave the ground essentially. So it is a safe exercise for you to do. Number five is bench presses during pregnancy. And that comes into play while laying flat on your back for more than a minute, uh, late second to the end of third trimester. It should be avoided and mainly because it can reduce nutrients and blood flow to the baby. So the, it's super easy to modify this one. Just have your bench at an incline and you continue. You can certainly continue to do your uh, bench presses totally fine. Another thing with heavy bench presses, I have seen some people, especially dudes in the, the power gym, um, you know, bail on a push-up on a bench press because they can't do anymore. And then all of a sudden, you've probably seen it before in the movies, like this little geek kid, the bar has fallen on their chest and they can't, they can't push it back up to the rack anymore. Don't go crazy with your bench press weights to where you, you think you're going to have to bail on the weight. I don't want any bars falling on your chest. So number six is core specific exercises 
So those would include things, but are not limited to things like sit-ups, V-ups, med ball, Russian twists. We've got our GHB or GHD sit-ups, crunches, planks, things like that. Any exercise that emphasizes or strains that, again, that abdominal muscle can increase the pull on what is called the linea alba and, exas and exacerbate a diastasis recti. So keep your, uh, your core strong during pregnancy. It's important that you just change the exercises that you're doing. Having a ex your core strong during pregnancy is important. So you want to switch to things like side planks, you can do some modified knee-ups as long as you're not seeing some doming. You can do some dumbbell side bends. There's a pull of press, which is it's a side rotation movement. Bird dogs, dead bugs. You can do some like BOSU work where you are working the core just by balancing different on a BOSU. That is also one, just as long as you've got your balance or something to grab onto. So we're almost there. We got seven of nine. So number seven are things like push-ups, planks, and burpees during pregnancy. And all three of these exercises do put stress also on that anterior abdominal wall. So, you know, anything where you're on your hands and knees, hands and feet, and you're your belly is like hanging downwards, can put stress and strain on a diastasis. You want to avoid these movements. Laying, like also falling flat on your stomach during a burpee is an obvious no-go. Please do not do burpees. Modifications that I like to share with my clients for push-ups, planks, and burpees would be to ex ex execute these movements on an incline. So as you progress in pregnancy, that incline may also need to increase. So you can start on something like a 12-inch box or a parallel, and you can do your uh, push-ups elevated that way. You can do your plank elevated that way. You can do a slow modified burpee that way. So number eight is box jumps during pregnancy and falling off a box while pregnant is not a good idea. I'm sure anyone that has done CrossFit has scraped a shin or two, and that is not cool during this time. So it's not a badge of honor during pregnancy. Please stop the box jumps. The perfect substitute for, of course, a box jump is to do like a step up. If you need more challenge, you can put some ankle weights on, hold some dumbbells if you think you need an extra challenge. But yeah, switch those box jumps over to uh, step ups. Now, a final thing to modify during pregnancy is going to be double unders. And of course, double unders are a fast skip, uh, like a double skip. The rope goes double under your feet as you jump. Um, so it's a really fast skip, should be stopped around that five to six month mark or earlier, depending on you, because of the downward pressure it can put on already a weak and aggravated pelvic floor. These muscles are going to be super laxed late in pregnancy, and you don't really want to stress and strain them anymore. Your healing after pregnancy is going to be miserable if you've done a lot of this high impact sort of stuff. Anything that is even running for a lot of moms to late in pregnancy is going to put a lot of pressure on that pelvic floor issue and strain on like the bladder too. 
want you guys to avoid that. If you can, I know there's some diehard runners out there. You may have to switch to a light jog, a fast walk, but things like rowing and some biking is often a great alternative to that. And you can still get your heart rate up, still get a good workout. So that is it. Those are my nine crucial CrossFit pregnancy modifications. This one went a little long today, but you guys are so interested in this. You guys ask me so many questions. This is like my number one thing. So I just wanted to make sure I clear this. So now that you're a pregnancy CrossFit modification pro, I definitely want you to head over to strongmomsfitness.com slash blog, and I will have all of what I said today laid out in a nice blog post, including uh, a workout. I also have a link to my CrossFit pregnancy workout guide. goes into much more detail of modifications and what you can do. So it's called the workout do and don't during pregnancy guide. So you're going to definitely want to watch that if you are pregnant and love to work out. And this is even for mom, you may not be into CrossFit, but if you're into higher intensity workouts or some type of cross training, this may be intriguing to you. So thanks again for joining me on another episode of the Strong Moms Fitness Podcast. I look forward to hearing your thoughts about this episode. If you want to head over to Instagram at strong.moms, fitness and maybe send me a DM of what you liked. Maybe you have more questions. Maybe you agree with me. Maybe you disagree with me. Would love to hear more about that. Also, I am revamping my Facebook group, which is the Strong Moms Fitness Community. I'm going to be answering more questions there. I'm going to be giving recipes and tips. This is the time now to get yourself in that group. So just if you search in Facebook, Strong Moms Fitness Community, It should come up right at the top. Join that group. And starting January, I will have some interesting material and content for you on that page. And then also a great place to get your questions answered. Maybe it's a form question. Maybe you get some aches and pains during a certain exercise. I can help you with that. Thanks so much for listening. I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of the Strong Moms Fitness Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to seeing you next time on the Strong Moms Fitness Podcast. Now remember, go subscribe so that you are the first to know as soon as new episodes drop. Also, be sure you don't miss out on your chance to win a free program of your choice from Strong Moms Fitness. All you have to do is leave a five-star review, screenshot it before you submit, and send it to daisy at strongmomsfitness.com. Your review helps other people find our show. And as a thank you, once a month, we choose the review that makes us all warm and tingly inside and award that lucky lady a free program of their choice. So do it now. It could be you. See you next time, you badass mom, you.